There's a word from the Lord this morning on this final Sunday of the year 2020. God has invited us to a very special text. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 is one of my absolute favorite passages in the Bible. Now I must confess, someone said to me, Pastor Lawson, that uh, Pastor Jackson, every time you get up, you say, this is my favorite verse. And I tell him, well, you know my favorite book. Okay, All the verses I do love. But this reference of scripture, the fourth chapter of 2 Corinthians is so inspiring. And I would encourage all of you, particularly leaders, if you are a leader, read this because Paul talks about leading with humility. Paul talks about even as fragile vessels of clay, we are still being used by God. This morning, we want to invite you to verses 17 and 18 of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, reading from the New Living Translation. This final message of the year 2020. This is what God has asked me to share with you on this day. Verse 17, the New Living Translation reads, For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs the troubles and will last forever. Verse 18. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. <laughs> Rather, listen to this. We fix our gaze, we fix our sight, we fix our eyes on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see will last forever. And we ask God's blessings on the reading and the hearing of his word. For the next few moments, I want to speak to you from the subject, a different perspective. A different perspective. Throughout this year of 2020, we have talked about seeing as God sees. We adopted that as our theme uh, on uh, New Year's Eve, and we preached it in the first message of this year of 2020. We spoke of not only throughout the year, we spoke of not only seeing ourselves as God sees us, but also seeing others as God sees them two major series in 2020. One dealt with seeing ourselves as God sees us. 
knowing that we're more than conquerors, knowing that we are the head and not the tail, knowing that we are who God says we are. And then we uh, spoke of seeing others as God sees them, seeing people like Mary Magdalene, out of whom seven demons were delivered as a child of God worthy of carrying the resurrection message. One of the key words used in our first message of the year, and we used it uh, periodically throughout the year, was the word perspective. In fact, the first message of the year, I told you that the word perspective will play a major role in how we see 2020, not even knowing what lies or what will come, uh, had no idea of the global pandemic. But God told us on that first message of the year, the word perspective is a word that you're going to have to come to appreciate in 2020. Perspective is defined simply, the simple definition is a point of view. The other definition that we used throughout the year was that perspective was the ability to understand what is important and what is not. Listen to God. At the beginning of the year, he said, Darrell, the word perspective is going to be a major word, not only in your life, but in the lives of the ministry and individuals. Knowing and understanding what is important and what is not. A point of view. Two weeks ago, in a message entitled, God Will Provide, we stated in that message two weeks ago that the year 2020 will go down as one of the most difficult and challenging years in recent history. COVID-19 is a word, a phrase we will never forget. Global pandemic are words that are etched in our conscious and even in our subconscious. Those words, COVID-19, has caused stress, pain, suffering, unlike anything our current society has ever experienced before. And I say current society, I mean the society that we live in. We know that there have been epidemics and pandemics uh, and plagues throughout the world. But COVID-19 has wreaked havoc on the lives of so many people in the year 2020. Here's a look at the most recent stats of COVID-19 as of 1226, December the 26th, 
2020. Globally, total cases, 18,771,885. 18 plus million people across the globe contracted COVID-19. Deaths globally, 1,753,000 people over, look at the number of people, uh, 313, that have lost their lives to covid 19 across the world. The United States, look at these stats. Total cases as of yesterday, as of December the 26th, 2020, 18 million seven hundred and seventy one thousand eight hundred and eighty five. Over 18 million people in the United States. Deaths in the United States, 330,345 deaths in the United States. The state of South Carolina, and I know many of you are watching and viewing from other states. You have your own stats. But here in the state of South Carolina where we reside, total cases in a state as small as the state of South Carolina is, 266,678. Total deaths as of December the 26th, 2020, in South Carolina, 4,736. All of our lives have been touched. My family life has been touched. My uncle passed of COVID-19. Had a cousin and her husband earlier this year. They were pastors in Columbia. They both died. Double funeral. Their daughter works in our media ministry even today. So many lives. We've had church members and choir members and others who've died of COVID-19. It is And it has been a horrible experience. So it is understandable why some perhaps would look back over this year of 2020 and see very little to celebrate or to be happy about. You can understand why some would feel sad and would say 2020 has been a disaster. 2020 was a calamity. Uh, Nothing good in 2020. However, in today's message, God has instructed us to look back at this year from a different perspective. Yes, it is so easy to see all the negatives. Yes, it is so easy to see all the deaths. Uh, But God said to me, even as I was looking at those numbers uh, last night, he says, 
when you think about 80 million globally with the disease, now look at this, and, and this is no disrespect and no slight, but out of the 80 million, perhaps somebody can say only 1.7 million have lost their lives, which means 78 million plus recovered. Out of the 18 million plus in the United States, 330 lost their lives, which is horrible. But over 18 million plus recovered. Out of the 266 million in South Carolina who contracted the disease, and I told you uh, that I had an uncle who passed away, a cousin and his wife, but I've had a sister who recovered and a brother-in-law who recovered and a nephew who's recovering even as I speak. Uh, 4,000 died out of the 266, which means uh, about 262,000 recovered. And the Lord said to me, yes, it is understandable. Yes, our hearts are sad. But if you look at it from another perspective, perhaps you can see the hand of God still working. A perspective that focuses less on the difficulties and the hardships and the heartbreaks we've experienced. And here's what God said to me. This was my personal assignment uh, in my life. And, and, and ask that I articulated to you uh, that there are still blessings that we have received in 2020. Uh, somebody asked the question, Pastor Jackson, what is a blessing? Let me give you the oversimplified version of a blessing. It is a benefit. Anything that benefits you is a blessing. Anything that benefited your family was a blessing. Anything that benefited uh, the environment in which you live in is a blessing. And the Lord said that perhaps we ought to focus as we end this year on the blessings we have received regardless of how insignificant they may seem. Because the enemy would have us focus only on the troubles. And the enemy would have us ignore the blessing. Well, Pastor Jackson, I'm not sure uh, that I've been blessed. Is there breath in your body? That's a blessing. Can you raise your hand? That's a blessing. Can you blink your eye? That is a blessing. Here's what the psalm is asking. What shall I render unto the Lord for all of his benefits towards me? I will take up the cup of salvation and I will call upon the name of the Lord. Somebody ought to give God a praise right now for the blessings of 2020. Come on, get on the enemy's nerve and give God your best praise right now. It's a good time to take a praise break. It's a good time for you to lift your hands. Come on, Zion, come on. Lift those hands 
tell the Lord. Lord, I thank you. Woo! Lord, I thank you. Listen, in this wonderful text that we've chosen for this final message of this year of 2020, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 is a phenomenal text. Paul writes this epistle under duress and stress in his personal life. But yet he takes the time in the midst of persecution, in the midst of trials, unlike anything we've experienced today. Yes, we've gone through COVID, but we are not persecuted and we haven't lost our lives in this country for our faith. Paul preaching to those whose life was at stake just because they wanted to worship God. And it was a difficult time. It was the era of Nero. And if you know anything about Roman history, then you know that Nero was one of uh, the most horrific, horrible leaders the world has ever seen. But yet, Paul writes these inspiring words. Look at verse 1, even before we get uh, to our main text. Paul writes in verse 1, uh, New Living Translation, he says, Therefore, since God in his mercy has given us this new way, look at what he says, we never give up. <laughs> I know it's tough, Paul says, but we never uh, give up. And then drop down to verse number five. Verse five, the New Living Translation again, uh, Paul writes, you see, we don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach that Jesus Christ is Lord. We ourselves are servants for Jesus' sake. Verse seven is one verse that I've come to really appreciate. Paul writes in verse 7, we now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. In other words, we are fragile. Our bodies are fragile. This makes it clear, Paul writes, that our great power is from God and not ourselves. Then how can we forget verses 8, 9, and 10? Uh, we've preached from these verses so many times, but they're worth repeating right now. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven in despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Look at what he says in, in verse 11. Jump to verse 11. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. Now get to the text, verse 16. Paul writes these words in verse 16. That is why 
we never give up. <laughs> Somebody ought to say, I'll never give up. Shake your finger in the devil's face and say, I'll never give up. Tired, weary, sick, but I'll never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. And then Paul gets to the text chosen for today's message, verses 17 and 18. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. Thank you, Paul. Verse number 18. So we don't look at troubles. Ah, look at what he says. We don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now ooh, will soon be gone. But the things we cannot see will last forever. Somebody ought to put a praise on that. Somebody ought to give God a praise. Look at that. Listen. Three key insights. Three key insights from this text that I want to conclude this year of 2020 with. And I, and I, and I encourage you uh, to adopt these insights, to look at them, uh, to record them, take a picture of them on the screen, and, and all week long, remind yourself of these three insights Paul makes in this text. Number one is this. Our current problems are small and temporary. In fact, the Message Bible puts it in a somewhat a humorous way. The Message Bible says our current problems are small potatoes. And I said, Lord, what are you talking about? There are people who are going through so much so much pain, so many hardships and heartaches. But God says they are small and temporary. Listen to verse 17. Our present troubles are small. And Paul writes, and won't last very long. Do me a favor. Throw your arms up and say, this too will pass. Somebody ought to just send somebody a message, say this too will pass. I know it's hard and it's difficult, but we will get through this. Any faith walkers in it. See, this is a faith-based perspective, uh, not an evidence-based perspective. A faith-based perspective while you're going through it. In the midst of what you're going through, uh, lift your voice and say, this too will pass. Things are going to get better. Anybody know that God would do exceedingly abundantly more than he can even, we can even ask or think. Give God a praise. Give God your best. Come on and give him your... 
it won't last very long. <laughs> Pastor, we've been in this for a while. It won't last very long. But I heard you say earlier, 41 weeks uh, we've been doing virtual. That seems like a long time to me. But from a different perspective, it's not very long considering the age of the earth and the age of time. Amen, somebody. This too will pass. I'm stuck right there for a moment. <laughs> Woo! This too will pass. And then the second key insight is this. Our future blessings will be greater than our current pain and suffering. Leave that on the board right there. Let somebody take a dance and give God a praise over that. Your future blessings are going to be greater than your current pain and suffering. Sometimes you got to praise God on credit. Sometimes you got to praise God even before you get the merchandise. Sometimes you got to give God your best praise. Can somebody give God a praise the last Sunday in December for 2021? Woo! Come on, Zion. Come on, church. Come on, somebody. Lord, I thank you for 2021. Thank you. Better, greater, better, greater, better, greater. Somebody shout better. Greater. Woo! Listen, listen. Listen. Paul writes in verse 17, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs the pain and the suffering and the glory will last forever. The glory will last forever. Listen to how the Message Bible puts it. The Message Bible says, it uses the word the coming good times. Don't miss this. The devil is a liar. The coming good times. Somebody say good times are coming. God's going to turn it around. Anybody know that God's going to do something that only God can do. It takes a faith-based perspective to praise God over something that is to come and not yet arrive. So give God your best praise. Woo. The coming. Ah, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming, it's coming. It's coming. Do me a favor. Text the words. Send the words to somebody and say, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Send your daughter, your son, your grands, your neighbors. Uh, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. 
God's got a blessing with your name on it. I wish I had a church in here. Somebody would give God their best praise. Woo! It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming, it's... Lord, I thank you. I got to go, but I feel something. I feel it. God's service is going to happen. Listen. Come on, praise team. Now here's the here's the third and the final insight. (laughs) Don't miss this. (laughs) Don't miss this. Third and final insight, knowing that it is coming, (laughs) we should shift our focus away from the problems we could see. (laughs) And from this point on, focus on the blessings we cannot see. Somebody say shift. Shift your focus on what you're going through and focus on where you're going to. Shift your focus on what has happened. Woo! And now focus on what is going to happen. Shift your focus from pain, suffering, and heartaches. And now focus on rejoicing, praising God, and giving God the glory. For the problems we see, we can touch. But the blessings we cannot see will last forever. Focus on what you cannot see. And here's the final word. Somebody says... Based on what? Based on a promise. (laughs) I have totally changed my perspective. I've shifted my focus on what God is doing, even in 2020. And I said, I know the pain and the hardship and the heartache. Listen, I have funeralized people I love. Funeralized church members and neighbors, community leaders. I know about all of that. But God said, Darrell, on this day, I want you to shift to a different perspective. I want you to give me the praise over what's going to happen. How many of you know that God's going to do something that only God can do? Uh, and so as we conclude this message, this special message, let us remember this. We cannot change what has happened, but we can change our perspective of what has happened. Let us focus on the blessings that we will and have enjoyed.
and not the problems that we've gone through. A different perspective. Shift your focus. 2020, perfect vision, seeing as God sees. God says, I see you in the future and you look good. I'm blessing you in a way that only God can bless you. And in order to shift our focus, we're going to have to ask God to open the eyes of our heart so that we can see what God is open and what God is up to. God is doing something. God is doing something in our lives right now. Ask God to open the eyes of my heart. Um, the praise team is coming back with the words from Trey McLaughlin, song entitled, Open the Eyes of My Heart. Uh, shift your focus. The words says, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. Is there anybody want to see God? I want to see you. To see you high and lifted up. Shining in the light of your glory. <laughs> Pour out your power and love as we sing holy, holy, holy unto you. Wherever you are right now, lift those hands and ask God to open the eyes of your heart. Uh, God wants to show you something. You already have seen the devastation of 2020. Now look beyond what is obvious and see what God is up to right now. Come on right now, Brother Bill, the praise team come, Brother Champ, and the praise team right now. Listen, listen. Different perspective.
conclude this year of 2020, God has challenged us to view this year from a different perspective. I understand the deaths, I understand the suffering, but I also see God. There's a wonderful reference of scripture in 2 Kings chapter 6, the prophet Elijah and his servant. The Bible says the servant of the prophet woke that morning to see the enemies encamped all around him. And the servant of Elijah said to Elijah, Master, we are going to perish. But Elijah never flinched. Elijah never wavered. Here's what the text says, 2 Kings chapter 6 and verse 17. Elijah said, Lord, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the young man's eyes. And when he looked up, he saw chariots of fire all around them. They were there all alone. <laughs> but he couldn't see it. And when God opens your eyes, you see the help that God has surrounding you. So in the midst of everything you're going through, God says, I've got your back. I've got you covered. Pick up the phone right now. Text us. Reach out to us. There's a number on the screen. Uh, call that number right now. We will be available even after these services have ended. If, if you were on the verge of giving up, if you thought 2020 was a total disaster, then this message was for you. God says there's a different perspective. There's a perspective of what we could see, which is COVID, deaths, trouble, hardships, heartaches. And then there's a perspective of things we cannot see, the glory of God. What Elijah asked God to do for his servant is what God is doing for us. He's opening our eyes so that we could see a different perspective. Close those eyes right now. Come on, pray, sing one more time. As over here. Lift your hands. Want to see you high? Shining in the light. Sunday, 
of the year 2020, a year that will go down in history, a year that shall be talked about for future generations for years and years to come. But you've challenged us this Sunday to see this year from a different perspective. See the breath that's still in our bodies. See the ability to lift our hands. Although we may have less resources, to thank you for the resources we have. To thank you for the blessings, the benefits that you have given to us. Yes, even in a year of a pandemic. For you're still good. (laughs) Open our eyes so that we may see your goodness. (laughs) Open our eyes where we refuse to end this year with a spirit of misery. We refuse to end this year with a spirit of sadness. Although we've been through so much. Have your way, Lord. Help us to celebrate your goodness and your many benefits. Because we do know that the best and the greatest is yet to come. We have already begun to celebrate restoration of 2021. We've already begun to celebrate how you will strengthen us and support us and lift us up in 2021. And we say thank you. This is our prayer. In your name we pray and give thanks. And wherever you are, give God your best praise. Come on, as a praise team blesses us, give God your praise. Call that number right now. Call that number. Let us pray with you. Let us pray with you right now. Come on. before the benediction as the priest seems softly sing let me thank you so much not just for your participation in these services sharing the word but let me say a very special thank you to you for your gifts and the offerings the tithe that you've sown into this ministry the offerings that you've sown and to those of you uh, who perhaps says pastor I wish I could have done more just remember, this is not a giving contest. God judges the intent of your heart. But I do want to challenge you. Listen, I want to challenge those of you who perhaps have not done what you know you could have done. Those of you who have not lost income this year. Those of you that God has blessed you even with more in 2020. 
Be a blessing to the Lord. Be a blessing to the Lord. Just last week, God bless this ministry. Someone all the way from San Francisco, California, sowed a tremendous seed into this ministry. A uh, young lady who's been touched by this ministry for years moved there. I won't call names, but sowed a tremendous seed. I was so touched. I said, thank you, Lord, for those who never forget. And so some of you know you've been blessed by God. Don't forget to bless God. Uh, don't let this year end without you blessing God with your seed, with your offering. Be a blessing. If you want a blessing, become a blessing. Become a blessing to the kingdom. Ask yourself, have I robbed God in 2020? Have I held back from God in 2020? It's not too late. But God is a forgiving God and God is a merciful God. Thank you for your contributions. To those of you who've done the best you could, thank you so much. God will never forget. We will always be touched. I'll leave you with this. The one dollar is as important as the thousands of dollars. Somebody who gives God your heart and said, I don't have anything but this small token. It is just as important. You are just as important to God. Thank you for letting God use you. Join us on our virtual service on watch night. Virtually on watch night, we're going to have multiple services. Unfortunately, we cannot get together in person, but God will still get the glory even on watch night. We refuse to let the enemy allow us to go out this year sad and our heads hung down. We're going to give God our best praise. Thank you so much. Come on and tell him again. Praise team. Yeah. I want to see you. I want to see you. I want to see you, Lord. See you, Lord. position where you can lift those hands. I want to see holy submission to God. Thanking him for 2020. Thanking him for the benefits and the blessings of 2020. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us now, tomorrow, and forevermore. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, say to God, amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless your family. God, I want to see you, Lord. Want to see you, Lord. Oh, I want to see you, Lord. I want to see you high. I want to see you, Lord. 
We'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. If you desire prayer, please call 1-888-776-1238. There are many safe, secure, and easy ways to give to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. Online giving is available to members and guests through my connections at bwcar.org. You can choose to give through your bank, checking, debit, or savings account, or via our mobile giving app by texting BWCAR along with your giving amount to 73256. You can mail your check to P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations will be accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you feel as if this service was a blessing to you, please be sure to share with your family and friends. For additional announcements and for more information, be sure to visit our website at bwcar.org.